Good morning, Patriots. And today is Saturday, November 4th in the year 2023. A lot of things kind of shifting around right now with all these issues we've had with tech. And I'm just kind of giving you some updates on that. I had intended to do a morning prayer show today. The problem we have right now with some of these, like this, is with a show that ends on my end close to 11 by the time it streams and then having to pre-record shows and that's what's happening is that these shows are working because I'm pre-recording them just before I can't get a prayer show done in a two or three hour prayer show done in time to get it out today. So my intent was to do a prayer morning show today and tomorrow. I think I still will, but it's going to take a little challenge because the issues with Podbean as far as doing live streaming continue to be an issue on my end. And I have not solved how to do a direct live without pre-recording a show and then playing that pre-recorded show. That, that has not been solved yet. And that may lead ultimately to us having to shift platforms. I hope not. But there has to be. Um, I'm going to keep all of this for now because it works well for what we're doing. I'm making some adjustments. But just to kind of put a heads up out there, we know that Rumble works, and it may end up being that we migrate over to Rumble, but just for those of you to get all excited, there won't be video. <laughs> just so we're clear. I don't do Rumble to do video except on occasion. Um, what I always have liked about Podbean is it is a live streaming audio-only program. And so continuing to work on those issues, and I'm going to do some work this weekend some new mixing board arrangements and seeing if somehow we can bypass this problem. Podbean remains for me an issue being able to live stream direct into that platform. Have not resolved the problem yet. Uh, other than the fact that what I'm doing these days, like right now, what you've been experiencing are shows that are pre-recorded, uploaded into the live chat and then are able to be played live. And that's very helpful on other ways, to be honest. Like if I'm traveling, that's one of the most helpful things that I can have because I can literally pre-record shows and then be able to play them as I travel, which keeps a better consistent flow. And there seems to be, especially this month, there's a lot of things going on with travel, and there will be. I have a super busy month this month, um, which I'll get into in just a minute. Before we get going, just want to you know mention, quite frankly, and we should know that gold is one of those things that you need to be aware of in terms of keeping your investments stable. It is not something we look to. Precious metals is not something we look to for growth, but rather security. And it, there is growth in precious metals, but not in the way that we think of growth in terms of a Ponzi scheme, Wall Street. And that's just it. Most of the money that's coming out of Wall Street is a Ponzi scheme. And it's something we have to be pretty aware of. And it's going to only get worse because they're just pilfering that system. It's Babylonian money magic. So if you have a retirement account, you need to move that over into something precious metals backed. That's my opinion. I don't wear a white coat. I'm not an investment advisor. Don't play a doctor on TV, that sort of stuff. But I would highly recommend you look into precious metals. And the best place to start is with Birch Gold. So type BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, B-A-R-D-S, and text it to 989898. Again, BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, and text it to 989898. Now, what does that do? That gives you a free information kit so that you can learn about precious metals-backed IRAs and 401ks, deferred retirement accounts using precious metals. If you have one of those, Birch Gold can help you right away. It's an easy migration to get your money safe and secure. 
and they have a lot of other great advice and investment advice for you. So call Verse Gold and check in with those folks today. And and the way you call them is begin by texting BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898, read through the packet, become informed, and then give those folks a call, and they will walk you through the best way to secure your retirement funds with precious metals backed deferred tax deferred IRAs. They're great. They've been with us for almost a year, over a year, and they just continue to service Bards Nation so well. So again, Bards, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898. All right, so... This month is going to be kind of crazy. It's um, I'm here for right now at the ranch. I've got cattle that are getting ready to drop their calves in a couple of weeks. I'm going to be traveling to Montana in about a week for a few days, and that's um, that's I'll as we get closer to that, I'll kind of give some update on shows because there'll be a couple of days that I'll be out of pocket. I'm going to be hunting up there um, for a few days. And then I come back, and then we're going to have just a super busy holiday section, which I didn't entirely uh, expect, but it's I'm super excited about it. The Cantrells, who you all should know by now, are coming down to the ranch uh, near the end of November, and we're going to have about three full days here together just on the ranch. Uh, the Cantrells and, and my parents and I, it's going to be wonderful. Looking forward to that. We're doing some recording of stuff as well. For Thanksgiving, if those of you don't know CJ and Rick from Portland, I get to have them down to have Thanksgiving with this year, which I think is going to start a tradition, which is great. Great couple. And then the following week, I'm down in Tucson, which is that discussion I've had, which is going to become a, a big part of what we're what the Cantrells are pioneering, spearheading would be the right term, which is the family revolution. And I'm going down to Tucson to go through here, here it is, like everyone's going to chew up TMI. This is not going to be TMI when I get through with it, trust me. And that's going to be the simple fact that I'm going through a vasectomy reversal starting, which will be on the 28th down in Tucson. So that's at a, one of the best clinics in the world, actually. And that's going to be an important discussion far beyond this idea of a, of a surgery because I know people like to keep this sort of stuff personal. And... I'm not going to dig into it hard today, but it's definitely something that's a critical part of what we're going to be talking about when we get to the root of trying to restore the family. We're going to have to start being very honest about things that are very uncomfortable. Now, last night's show was a good example. And literally last night's show, we dug into some of the sexual practices that people have accepted in their home as normal in their bedroom. And, and what that leads with is we're starting to having to realize how much the occult and the eugenics aspects of our society has crept into every day um, as a simple fact and whether you, we want to accept it or not men's vasectomies are little, little, little more than a transgender modification stepping stone is what that is and it has become so mainstreamed they're going now one of their main client groups is the 18 to 20 year olds and again once you start to accept that into your society and become mainstream like it is, then you start to change and transform the entire relationship of what you're, why you're getting married and the function of the whole family as a whole. And you're also taking a, a risk that those things will, you'll never be able to have kids. Even though they're telling people that it's reversible, that's part of me going through this, is this surgery is to be able to document it and there will be a film we're working on on this from the perspective of restoring the family root 
don't worry, no graphics. You don't have to worry about that. But it's going to be a very, it's going to be a personal story and journey of my own, with the, with in part telling the story of the Cantrell family. So this is a a film that we're working on, and it will be a bigger project as we move forward. But to really appreciate this, the family's at the root of all things. This is how we restored the kingdom. And if we don't get to these roots and start digging these things out where people are not comfortable talking about, get comfortable here. Because it's going to be that way. It has to be that way. We have a major problem in our nation. Children are being mutilated. Children are being trafficked. Children are being sexually abused. We have marriages that are broken. We have single moms, single dads everywhere. And we have to get to the root. And these roots are ultimately how we see our relationships in the family and to get away from the objectification to where marriages are built purely on the motivation for sex. And at the root of that for men, pornography and vasectomies. And it's become such a common thread now, we have to start undoing that. And that will be, and like I said, more discussions about that as we roll forward, which also, by the way, gets us right into the core of Operation Vineyard. I said many times, God has a lot to reveal on that, and he's revealing it in spades. Patriots, it is 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today very humbled, and ourselves here by our free will, our hearts open before the throne. We just want to begin today for a prayer for mercy for our nation. Father, this is a difficult time when we start to dig into the roots of problems, and it leaves us many times without well beyond our comfort zone because we have to start digging into topics that have become culturally taboo, especially within the Christian circles. People don't want to talk about the issues, of the personal issues of, of sexual practices or the personal issues of decisions on reproduction, etc. And unfortunately, Father, that is not going to be able to be sustained if we would wish Fortunately or unfortunately, we can't sustain that sort of masking if we wish to restore the family. Because the family, Father, is, as you well know, is the core of all you give us. And so, Father, we're beginning our prayer today for mercy for a nation and prayer for vulnerability for a nation. Vulnerability to be able to stand honestly and give testimony to these things and begin to make changes. We are needing to shift this concept of family from one anchored and rooted in sex and flesh to one that is anchored and rooted in the spiritual love of you. And to do that is going to take a pretty heavy duty unmasking and revealing, and that's going to leave a lot of things uncomfortable for people. And so, Father, we're just praying for mercy for a nation and hearts that will listen and hear. That means that we have to walk into places that we may not want to, but we have to be willing to do this for the sake of the family and for the future of kingdom. Father, we're reminded today by James 5.16, therefore confess your sins to one another, your false steps, your offenses, and pray for one another that you may be healed and restored. The heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man, believer, can accomplish much. When put into action and made effective by God, it is dynamic and can have tremendous power. And so, Father, we are praying into that into that today the one the strength and willingness to be vulnerable and confess our sins to one another not just in the prayers but also but in witness and testimonies to others and as you have placed on my own heart 
these things are done as I do them here on the show, which is also to strip away the tools of the enemy to use that against us in any form. Which true healing comes when we can share these stories. True healing comes when we can talk about the things in our lives openly without feeling that we'll be judged. And we know that judgment will be levied. That, that happens. As you have shown me myself in my own personal journeys, there are judgments that are levied. But that's also part of walking with Christ, Father. And we know that, that we are bearing a cross and a pain that he himself carried for us. And that's part of us being reminded that as they hated him, they will hate us. And so, Father, this is an opportunity when we see that to continue to pour love into the world and into our lives. And that strength and that endurance that we do, that walking path that we do, is to bring about a greater understanding of who they are, a greater understanding of what's in our hearts, and a greater sense of strength in the love that you pour into us to walk into the world. Father, just ask as well that there's a deeper and greater appreciation for love. All things through you are love. And love, it takes many forms in this sense. We have love that is very much designed to warm us and comfort us. We also have love that's anchored in truth, which can be compassionate in the sense of moving somebody to truth, but it can be very difficult for people to accept when they hear it. The root of how we speak is another prayer as we continue, Father, is to continue to pray into the root of how we speak into the world, that we need to speak love and life, not destruction and pain and death. And that is our foundation of appreciating the power of words, that words literally have the the power of life and death. And so, Father, we pray that that will be embraced by more hearts, that we will come to an understanding and appreciation of all that is, is and all that is given, and that we need to come to see this world as something greater than just the physical touch and feel of what we are, that truly what's in our hearts and what we speak and what we believe and pray affect this world in tremendous ways. And that goes back right to James 15, which is that the prayers of a righteous man can accomplish much. When put into action and made effective by God, it is a dynamic and can be a, have tremendous power. And so, Father, as we read into those words and we put those words into our heart, let us be those that walk with the intention of life, to speak life, to live life, to breathe life into all things. And as we do, let us raise up, let us level up, let us be greater in thee and greater in you. And in a time like we are in with a nation that's under a lot of attack and continues to find, trying to find its footing on a moral ground that has been literally decimated, it is going to be our testimonies to one another, our love in Christ, our willingness to forgive, our willingness to love that will ultimately heal and restore in ways we cannot even imagine. And so right now, Father, we are in a critical hour in our country. And it is literally to the three words that you gave me for Operation Vineyard. We must rescue this nation and its people. We must heal this nation and its people. And we must restore this nation and its people. And that those processes begin with the remnant being able to walk in love, being able to walk and speak life into this world, and to carry that love in Christ in all that we do in every step, breath that we make. 
So, Father, with that, we we pray again for mercy for a nation and wisdom for a remnant and discernment for a remnant that can walk that path to level up a nation, to bring them back to the foot of the throne, to once again be a people that is subordinate to you and have a government that's subordinate to us. And in restoring that process, understanding that as we do, we are restoring a vision, a greater vision of this nation in the sense of kingdom, to literally be that light on the hill and that beacon for those to come and to be loved and appreciated and guided by the principles of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So guide us, Father, in this hour. Bless us and raise us up in a mighty way. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Real quick, just be aware that food is a weapon system, and we know that. And food is being used as a weapon system. We know that too. They have tried to disrupt supply chains. They've tried, they have been working overtime to try to destroy processing plants. They're forcing through various means the idea of using bugs and even continuing the expansion of fetal parts into food. Our food is poisoned and it's, and it's only going to lead to more crises as they also layer on top of that other devastating events like what we've seen in with Hamas and Israel. They're trying to present and prepare an event like that here. We don't know the future, and it would be wonderful if none of these things actually happened. But the fact is that many of them are around us and crises are on, at our door. So be prepared with that. That's why we support and continue to have My Patriot Supply as a great back and sponsor to us. My Patriot Supply. You need to head on over to our website, preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. There you're going to find your three-month emergency food kits available. They're well-designed and engineered, 2,000 calories a day, great flavors and foods, shelf life of over 25 years. You are not going to be disappointed to have that on your shelf, and you need to have one for every member of your family. This is an insurance program in a time of uncertainties. And just even if you can say, well, these uncertainties have passed, we always know that, especially when it comes to weather and it comes to disruptions, many things can happen, and you don't want to be caught short. So again, head on over to My Patriot Supplies webpage they have for us, which is preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Take advantage of those three-month emergency food kits. Get them ordered. They have typically shipped same day, and get those on your shelf at home a necessary part of this time and era in which we live. My Patriot Supply, preparewithbards.com. Check it out. Yeah, this is um, really an interesting time that I've God's led me on to really look at the world very differently. And I look at this past few years, and then I look at the past seven weeks. And everything, the way God shifts in my life, is like this. So this podcast, and I've recounted this before, but it's worth just touching on again today and this morning. This podcast began in May, around May of 2019. It was a YouTube channel podcast. I had 100 uh, subs or subscribers. And most of that came from an old account, so they weren't even very active. And I can go back and remember those moments when that became 1,000 and then that became 2,000. And even that moment when I hit 10,000 big moments. And the channel continued to grow and raise and get attraction. And then, of course, YouTube started to do its thing, which was getting pretty crazy and 
expanding channels and have never lost the YouTube channel, which is still there. And we will, I intend to repurpose it this year with stories that are more in alignment with what YouTube is allows so that we can have a different type of audience and we'll use YouTube and we'll use rumble. But the challenge we have right now obviously is continuing to keep the message going. And, and, and there are challenges tech technology wise and we'll overcome that as we always do. And just like what's going on here right now, there are methods of overcoming that the time issue is one that I'll figure out. And that's just a scheduling issue and how to change the, my workflow. And remember, for those of you that are wondering, wondering sometimes, because I get some comments, it's like, well, well, how come the show's 10 minutes later? How much become the show's 20 minutes late right now? The tech hit that I took about two weeks ago took this all offline for the ability to live stream. And what that has forced me to do is to be, to find workarounds and things that work. And this workaround is that these shows now are pre-recorded shortly before the show to keep them relevant. And then I am able to air the whole show in Podbean as a live stream, which is, has other great advantages to it. But that also changes a workflow that I've been doing for two and a half years. And I, and I really need people to hear this. I have a pattern of life that I've created that is refined and become very efficient over two and a half years of doing something a certain way. So when that suddenly gets disrupted, there is a lot of disruption. And unfortunately, in, on online communities, not so much of the core people in, in Bars Nation, but with online communities, those things can cause people to drift away very quickly. They expect something, they want to show at a certain time, it doesn't show up in a period of time, and then they, they bugger out and they leave. Fortunately, we're not seeing as much of that as I had been as I thought we might, and I, that speaks a lot to Bards Nation. But we have seen some, and that is where I call it a threshing because those that stay and endure really are here for a greater purpose than just the precision timing of shows. And I try to keep shows, as you know very well, very well timed. Though I did have some, I have created some strange habit in live stream of when I was always starting like three minutes late or something. I don't know. That's just. <laughs> I can't even explain that. But anyway, this is an important part of ministries, of the ministry, and we and getting this message out and building these online communities. And that's also another reason we've, been, we've introduced the Bars Nation website with the Bars Nation Community Center se, uh, section, which I want to kind of conclude with that today. There is, uh, that is still a, it is a work in progress. People are very happy with the community site. I've had uh, a, a few issues few complaints and we know that the servers are running a little bit slow we've had some people volunteer to step in and help and we're going to take them up on that and we're moving quickly but this is a very we're doing this with a skeleton crew and pulling off some pretty amazing things here with a skeleton crew and trying to get all this done efficiently and so some of these things that we have going our email system which i just got the link yesterday to upgrade it um, that will improve things tremendously and make it so that people aren't getting denied or not getting their emails back and their sign up. A lot of things like this are happening and people are ready to move on it and we're ready and we're working. So be patient. Like all things, um, we have something really good here and it's going to continue to grow and it will continue to be a place to share and come together and definitely will be like all things, you don't know what, how it will be received. And when it's received well, it's one of the best signs from the end user or from the, from the origin point is to see server speeds taxed and systems overrun. That's great. From a user point of view, it's frustrating, like many other things. But I have 
a lot of faith in where God will lead us on this. And um, this is truly a platform that has been blessed and prayed upon, and we, we feel it's very solid to where we're going. We have a lot of interaction with, we're increasing the interaction of the cross-pollination of tribes from resistance nation to bars nation, and you're going to see more of that as we go because we're going to encourage that tribal and um, integration. So there will be hopefully glad tidings and others as we move along to bring things together. But it's important that we build a centralized home and before we start pulling the plug on other things like Telegram and places like that, and, and I'm telling you it's going. I'm just, I, I know people have said, you know, we like Telegram. I can't stand it. It's very, it's, it's, it's a very ugly environment in so many ways. And we want to create a space where there is community and I'm, we're going to drive that traffic off of Telegram into where we are. But we have some steps to make before we get there. So that's the improvements that we're making right now. So that's kind of just some household, housekeeping news for everybody on a Saturday morning. But it's important to realize a few things as we move forward. And it's this. Transparency and vulnerability is a center point to the power within our Father. That's when I say power. It's when we step within Him and we want to be close to Him. Transparency and vulnerability is the key. My walk with Him is to keep my life transparent and vulnerable. And that will lead to things and discussions that will increasingly, as we get to the root of the family, which is one of the most important fights we can possibly make, it is center point to Operation Vineyard. There's going to have to be discussions that aren't always easy to hear or comfortable, but we have to get there and we have to be honest about it and we're going to have to deal with it. There's the, the issue when you start to really look at our world, and I and I'm very gifted by God's grace of being able to see pieces and integrate pieces of news to see the bigger picture and the bigger patterns. It's what I've done for a long time. It's also becomes equally challenging when you see how easy it is to fix a problem. So we can spend hours riddling along with discussion topics of the integration of all the problems and pull, in, pull things under the cover and how they come together, and we'll continue to do that. But understand, too, that my heart is towards a restoration of this world and this nation. And it, it, is a, it becomes increasingly difficult to want to spend the hours which, of the details of all the interconnectivity when everything pivots on something fairly simple. And it pivots to our relationship in Christ in all things. And when we start to get to the place of embracing the love of the Father and then restoring the root of our world back to valuing family and children, if we did nothing but those three things, love in the Father, which extends to love with love by neighbor, restoring the root of the family, and saving our children, you wouldn't need any other news. The only thing that would happen is this world would literally change. So there's a lot of discussion in that platform in those areas right there that will, will be had. And that's a necessary part of expanding and growing a ministry that's truly designed for the betterment of kingdom. So there you go. A little bit of Saturday. Hope you have a great day. Have some bacon. Eat steak. Something like that. It's good. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. 
Patriots, I will see you tonight. I'm going to put up a show for prayer, so look for that one. I know it's out of schedule and out of sync, but we've got to get caught up on some of our prayers that we didn't do last week. Probably put it up as a, a special edition of a Coffee in Jesus tonight, and then we'll have the same show tomorrow, Coffee in Jesus. So just pay attention to it. Um, look for it. I'll get it posted here in a little bit, and we'll get it recorded so we can get into that and have a good show. All right. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, 
It has no rules but one. To win at any cost. But we will never bow. For we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.